Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Ramley to Larry. It is Friday, May 21st, 2021. We come to you today from Lake Park, Georgia, at Lake Park United Methodist Church, where we are enjoying a beautiful morning. I'm behind on doing podcasts, but my goal is to have Sunday's sermon, one of the two services done, and then I will do a Wednesday podcast. But uh, as this would go, uh, this week has been extremely busy. And when preachers, are, if preachers, lawyers, or funeral home people are busy, it's usually not good. And that's kind of where we're at today. Uh, a couple funerals and things like that. And so with that, uh, moving on, today's devotion is going to come out, or today's talk is going to come out of the judgment of the Nephilim. It's a book by Ryan Peterson. It's a subject that we don't talk a whole lot about in the church. Is the Nephilim, Genesis chapter 6. It talks about the fallen angels, <clears throat> the angels that have left their spot in heaven. Uh, they left their spot in heaven and come down into uh, they come down into earth. They're called watchers. We read the book of Enoch. They're called watchers. And so, with that in mind, they are uh, <clears throat> they're they're called these watchers, uh, and they were supposed to help humanity uh, go. You know, God created Adam and Eve. They're supposed to go, but they they seen women, and uh, they seen the women, and they were lustful after the women. And one of the things that humans have the ability to, and, and the angels do not, uh, is marriage relations, sex, all right? Uh, and they were jealous of that. God gave just the, the animals and the hum- humans this, and the humans have it. Uh, it's more than just reappropriation. It's supposed to be also for uh, enjoyment. Uh, so uh, Bobby turned red if I talk too much about that. But so the, the, the angels were jealous. And so they come, they left their spot in heaven. And they become, um, and they married themselves to the women. They undefiled, I guess, defiled themselves. And once they did that, they could not go back. The book of Enoch talks about Enoch, that Enoch is between God. Of course, you know, Enoch was taken. And Enoch is, uh, they try to get their spot back, but God does not allow them to do that. Okay, it's 8 o'clock. I hear my clock booming in the background. <clears throat> and uh, so the, uh, the Judgment of Nephilim on page 415 on this uh, Ryan Peterson's book. I want to talk about one thing. Chapter 21, because I talk about this book. You, have, you probably have several podcasts about it. As I talk about this book, I'm going to jump around to the, what I consider the interesting chapters. And I kind of always thought this should be up front. Uh, front. So, uh, <clears throat> in the creation sense, let's go back to this. In the creation sense, there is, God, humanity is created, the angels are created. Uh, some of the angels, which we see in the Bible, a third of them were cast out of heaven for uh, being, being bad. And... And so they marry women, uh, or they have uh, uh, marital relationships with women on earth. 
uh, and we read Genesis chapter 315 where it talks about the seed that very much means exactly what it says there and so they had children from these earthly women they had children from these earthly women and they call them the Nephilim the Nephilim are half breeds they're half they're, they're part of the angelic seed with human uh, intermixed there there so they're these half breeds of uh, people if you will but they're extremely smart they're extremely tall and large uh they're like, they're like and this is where it says in the Bible are like cedars, like cedar trees or doorposts. And so they're, they're extremely large, extremely big, uh, extremely big uh, people, and they're and they're really smart. And the Genesis chicks is the, the men of renown, uh, meaning that they were they were the heroes of the time because they could do so much. And a lot of the communities had these Nephilim in them. And they were kind of the protectors, and there's another story about that in there. I'll share a bit. One of the things I want to talk about, though, is so you got these Nephilim, you got the fallen angels and the Nephilim on the earth uh, before the time of the flood. Well, God comes along, and, and the evil, the, 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 the fallen angels have done nothing but brought evil into the world. And just kind of a sidetrack, it's not in my notes to talk about, but I'll bring it up. The Nephilim or the fallen angels and the Nephilim have taught humanity how to use things and how to make things. Because they, they're, they're all, almost not all knowledgeable, but they're extremely knowledgeable. And so on that is that they have done that. And so that's where we, a lot of the weapons of war and stuff uh, today, even today I would say is because with this knowledge we gained from these people back then. And so they're going along till the flood happens. God said, I'm going to wipe them all out. But there's another interesting story about that we'll get into later. But so they're all, most of them all died, or all of them died. The angels, we read the book of Jude. In the book of Jude, it talks about this. It says uh, that the angels, the angels have bought. Okay, let me bring this up here real quick. I'm, I'm kind of sidetracked here. The angels have bodies bodies and the nephilim when they die their spirits are one of the demons that's the whole point the point of uh, ryan peterson in this chapter is making in this chapter is that demons in the world today are from the dead nephilim remember we're all created with a spirit and when we die that spirit has to go somewhere and so what peterson is uh, peter i think it's peterson but what he's trying to make his point is is that the demons in the world today are are from the the spirits of the nephilim and they're just truly totally evil uh, they're totally evil evil uh uh spirits and so that's the difference between angels and demons angels have bodies demons do not uh angels being uh fallen angels or uh right, righteous angels angels have bodies demons do not uh, we see in Genesis chapter 18 with Abraham. Uh, remember the three angels that come and Abraham fed them. Abraham washed their feet. They have bodies. And Lot, uh, two of those angels went to uh, Sodom and Gomorrah where, where Lot was. And remember Lot lets them in his house and they spend the night there. Daniel 9, the angel Gabriel, we got the name Gabriel, comes and he actually touches Daniel. And so he came physically. He came in a physical body there. They're not spirits; they're physical, and they can, but they can transport themselves fairly fast. 
That's a whole other study. In Jude, we read where the fallen angels are bound in chains. So the angels do not die. Uh, when they're when they're captured or, or judged, they are put there. Uh, they're they're put there in the they're under the ground, we're gonna say, and they're chained. They're chained for the day. If you read Revelation, sometimes God lets them out to, to do something. In Hebrews chapter 13, uh, verse 2, Paul says, Watch who you entertain, because by entertaining other strangers, some have entertained angels, or angels have come to visit your house. Demons do not have bodies. In the Old Testament, when you're reading the Old Testament, they're called familiar spirits. After the flood, they're called familiar spirits, and we're told not to mess or to deal with the familiar spirits. <clears throat> in the New Testament, in the New Testament, they're called unclean spirits. Uh, Jesus calls them unclean spirits. And in Luke chapter 21, verse 39, Jesus says, The spirits do not, uh, do not have flesh and bones, but yet we know uh, angels do. In Mark chapter 5, verses 8 and 9, uh, a legion of demons in someone. And what, what uh, Jesus is making the point there is that they're spirits and they can compact themselves together. And so you can have more than one spirit in a, in a place. Or the scary part is you can have more than one spirit. You can have more than one spirit in the body at a time. Because Jesus says, you know, the, the ghost, of, I come and clean out the house. And goes, and when the demon comes back and he sees that the house is clean, he's talking about your mind. If the house is clean, but there's nothing in it, he goes back. He goes back and brings in many more uh, demons, and the person is worse off than they were before. Now that's the story in Luke chapter 11, verse 24 through 26. Uh, one of the interesting things about Jude, let me bring this up. Uh, I just read this. Uh, talks about the angels coming to disputing over the body of Moses. Here we go. Jude, uh, verse 8. Jude is only one chapter, so verse 8. In the very same way, on the strength of their, their dreams of ungodly people, polluted their bodies, rejected authority, and heaped abuse on celestial beings, fallen angels. But being the archangel Michael, when he was disputing the devil about the body of Moses, did not himself dare to condemn him or slander, but said, The Lord rebuke you, yet these people slander whatever they do not understand, and the very things they do not understand by instinct are irrational animals who will destroy them. And he's talking about, so don't even slander the fallen angels. Uh, don't even slander them. If you're in a process of dealing with a angel, or well, the angels are bound up. He says the angels, all the angels are bound up, but the demons. Um, the demons are alive and well. The demons are alive and well on the earth. And so that was the point I wanted to make here. Just this real quick uh, thing. And I'm going to get more involved with the Nephilim. This is something we don't talk about. We don't really talk about evil spirits. We don't talk about evil in the world. We see what people's actions are. But we just kind of consider that that's their actions. But. But really, it's uh, what, what drives behind it. And let me, I'm going to bring in personal, personal commentary here. 
it just seems like the world is evil today. And I'm not don't want to bring politics in, but it just seems like it's gotten eviler. Uh, isn't it kind of unique that you know with gun control, let's say, and I'm not trying to get one way or another with gun control, but you know, they're talking about banning a certain kind of weapon, and all of a sudden in Colorado or New Mexico, Las Vegas, all of a sudden that weapon is used, a similar weapon is used in a mass shooting. Uh we got to remember that these evil spirits—they're not—they're—they're not, they're, they're not omnipresent like the Lord, but they travel. They travel very fast. They can travel between the realms. A good book on that is C.S. Lewis Screwtape Letters. I highly recommend reading that. And maybe I think I might have a copy of it. And maybe we'll run through that book one day. But we got to realize what we're dealing with. But one of the last thing I'll point I want to bring is we are all going to be the the devil or the demons are here to kill, destroy. They're here to destroy your marriage, to destroy your family with your kids, to destroy your church, to destroy your job, destroy your life, and everything else. And the closer you get with God, and the closer you get with Jesus, and the more we start talking about this, the more attacks you're going to have. But they can't overrun us, because if you are truly a believer in Jesus, and you have been baptized in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, you have this Holy Spirit in you. You have God in you, let's say. And since you got God in you, the demons, they can attack you, but you can rebuke them. You can rebuke them in the name of the Lord. And we need to realize that. Uh, and you know, God says that all temptations come from the, the de these demons. But yet, if we would just pray about it, as soon as the temptation comes, if we would pray about it, we go, or we might need a, a spiritual friend, especially when you're dealing with like drugs or alcohol or pornography or something like that. You need a spiritual friend. Is that hold is so tight on you that you can call and that won't judge you that you can call and you can talk about it. And so uh, that's the story for today. The Nephilim, go read Genesis chapter 6. It's amazing. And it's a very small part of the Bible, but yet it, it affects the whole thing. Now, uh, Ryan uh, Peterson here, yeah, Peterson, uh, I'm reading another chapter. He talks about some of the angels that survived the flood. And and so that causing havoc and how one of Ham, I think it's Ham's child. Don't quote, quote me on that. Ham's child is affected in these Nephilim spirits. And one of the things, much like you know, let's say Native Americans or African Americans or people that were all from one country, as they come and they go to other countries and they mix their bloodline, they get less and less and less. I know that there's a big thing in America about the American Indian. Do you got any American Indian in you? Well. Your mom was, your great-great-great-grandma was Cherokee, let's say. Well, now the bloodline has been through so many different people and so many different relations that you got 1% left in you still. But with Nephilim, if you're in that position where you got the Nephilim in you, 1% is pretty evil. Uh, so uh, just kind of dwell on that. I'd be interested in feedback. I think you can message me on here. I'm still learning this podcast setup. So with that, uh, let us pray. And we got a busy day here today. Uh, dear Lord, our Heavenly Father, Lord, we just humble ourselves as we come. Lord, these demonic attacks come upon us, Lord. And they're, and they're meant to destroy our marriages. They're meant to destroy our families. They're meant to destroy our workplace. They're meant to destroy everything that is good. Whatever God calls good, the, the demons are mimicking and calling something else evil. And trying to get us to believe that that is good. Just much like Adam and Eve. Lord, protect our minds, uh, protect our minds, protect our bodies, protect our marriages, protect our churches, protect our children. Uh, Lord, protect our soldiers and our police force, though, and Lord, 
And Lord, let us overcome evil by doing good. And Lord, we ask you this in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, people, that is the end of this episode. I guess it's episode two of the Ramblings of Larry. And I, again, I hope to have something on Sunday. We should have Sunday sermon here. And then we will have, uh, hopefully, soon we start a regular Sunday and Wednesday uh, Bible study. <laughs> so with that, uh, it's time for me to go before they shoot me. Yep, see, they're shooting at me now. It's time to go. With, uh, I thank everybody who's joining me. I forward this on to whoever. Y'all have a blessed day. Amen.